This is the Open to Alchemy podcast, and I'm your host, Lauren Ivey. I'm so excited to have you here joining these conscious conversations about the transformation that's possible for all of us. My approach to spirituality has always been part woo and part work. So in this podcast, we talk about all the incredible spiritual modalities and add in a bunch of practical things that really make it fit into our lives. I can't wait for you to join me. Hello there, and welcome to the Open to Alchemy podcast. I am your host, Lauren, and I'm honored to welcome you to this episode. It's sort of funny, as I'm sitting here recording, I'm feeling a little bit nervous or anxious, a little bit of butterflies, which is a good thing. I think sometimes we we feel that's Um, a bad sign, but I think it's great. I think it means that number one, we're alive, we're feeling things. Maybe we're doing something that is pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone a little bit, which is what this life is all about, right? So this is another solo cast and I am reporting back on my recent solo retreat. And I've gotten so many questions when I've told people that I was doing this and it was epic (laughs) in so many ways that I wanted to record it while everything was fresh, which means that I am still integrating and there is lots and lots more to still uncover, but I wanted to get some of the basics, some of the upfront, some of the bigger ahas down while, again, they were still fresh and just sort of like filling every soul of my body. So I went on a solo retreat a few days ago, and when I say solo retreat, it was just me and the facilitator, my my retreat host, who was, there's not even words to put into context how incredible of a human <laughs> she is. I mean, she's a human, but she's really a light being in every sense of that expression. But it was something that I had originally scheduled and planned for last summer but then, of course, got COVID and so had to cancel and have been looking for times to to rebook ever since, which, you know, with work and family and life and holidays and everything is challenging to do. But I was finally able to get it scheduled and I'm still processing all that we did. It, it was a very short period of time together. It was basically like 48 hours, if that. So we really sort of did like an intensified version of what would normally happen, which she would not normally do at all. But because I have been on this path for a while and do a lot of energy work, when she tapped in, she felt like I was open and clear and ready for this sort of intensity of practice. But one of the things that I found so interesting was 
just going away by myself, I have never done before. I have taken girls trips. I've taken trips with my husband. I've taken trips with me and just the kids. I've taken trips with my family. And I've taken work trips alone, but always for a meeting, meeting a group of people, traveling with other people in a big, you know, corporate or company or group setting. And so this was the first time I ever traveled and participated in something just by myself. And it was just from the get, it was just so interesting to pack up just for me, just for a few days, get in the car, head out. You know, I stopped at the grocery store just before arrival and even just walking through the aisles and thinking about what I wanted or needed for the next few days without anybody else being involved, not thinking about what the kids wanted or what my husband wanted or even what we were going to be doing like, you know, normally if you're on a girl's trip, you're thinking about, okay, well, this one might like this or we'll probably go out to eat here. This was purely my agenda, my time completely on my own, again, with the host, but in terms of like me being at the center of this. So I thought that was so interesting, just the freedom of walking around a store, which again, might sound super silly if this is something that you experience. But for me, it was, it was definitely eye opening. And then being at the retreat house, Again, very often she does one-on-one solo retreats, but also group retreats. So it was just me in the house by myself. And I realized as I was checking out and leaving and, and talking to her, and I sort of got overwhelmed with emotion when I realized that that was the first time in my life that I ever stayed in a home by myself that wasn't my home or a family home or a hotel or in a room with other girls or other things, like by myself. And again, (laughs) I don't know if that's like crazy to other people or if this is going to resonate, but traveling for myself, by myself, staying by myself, even though she was on property and we had, you know, so much time together, just like locking the door, tucking in, getting my situation all by myself with nobody there was really, really interesting. I grew up as an only child, and so I spent a lot of time by myself. You know, my parents were busy working, and I would stay home, and I didn't mind playing by myself, and, you know, certainly was often the only kid with a group of adults. I do often surround myself with people, and, you know, certainly being in high school and then going to college and always having a roommate, and then after college, 
my boyfriend, who's now my husband, and I moved in together straight away, and then having kids. And, and so even though I spend time by myself every day, which thank God, I think everybody needs that, I've never done a trip like this where I was on my own. And it was so different. Again, I spend time by myself every day. But being removed from all of the chores, all of the responsibilities, all of the plans, all of like really was able to separate from other people's energy and just be in my own space was so amazing. It was so incredible. I really got to detach. I really got to separate. I really got to feel and think and be on my own. And I loved it. And I also understand why that's frightening, why that's scary, why we often lean towards the things that fill up our day or busy all the time are distracting because it can be really hard and scary and weird to be on your own. It's sort of like we've been we've been taught that being with other people is better and being on your own is some sort of like bad weird default setting which is absolutely not true. So if you're somebody that is on your own, if you're somebody that likes alone time, I mean, good for you. And that's amazing because it's absolutely so required. And of course, the setting for this retreat was just unbelievably beautiful, peaceful, you know, far away, down dirt roads, completely serene in a farm setting with the birds and and dogs and ducks and chickens and bunnies and and nature and the trees and the sound of running water with the beautiful stream right there. And oh my gosh, it was just amazing without even going into like the incredible energy sessions that we did and like activations and all of that, which I'll talk about in a second. But if you, if this is buzzing your body, if you are like, oh my God, that sounds amazing or that sounds insane or wow, that's something I have never thought about or could never imagine myself doing, I hear you and that's exactly where I was. And that was exactly the reason why I wanted to do this because it felt so far outside of my comfort zone. And again, I feel like that's the reason for being like, why do we only want to do the things that we have done a million times over and over again? It was unbelievably eye-opening and renewing and nourishing and soul-soothing and satisfying to just get away by myself for this short period of time. So I would highly, you know, 10 stars, highly recommend doing that if it is within your ability, which it is because you could go get a hotel room for a night 
by yourself. And even that is like just incredible. I just wanted to hop in for a second and make sure that I shared with you my latest obsession, the newest thing that is fueling me in the most major way, which are my energy art portraits. If you haven't seen or heard me talk about this before, this is just an incredible new offering. I am so lit up by doing it. And the testimonials have been unbelievable. I feel so blessed and honored that this new sort of skill or modality dropped into me and I am able to share it with you. And this is such just an amazing way to tangibly, physically get deeper understanding of who you are. You have an opportunity to see yourself in a way and learn about yourself in a way that you maybe have never had access to before. And it's so beautiful. It's so powerful. I just love being able to do these and share with people things that they are maybe sensing or feeling, challenges that they're having, ideas that they're contemplating, all of these different amazing little nuggets of wisdom that are already in your energetic field and being able to see them and express them in this tangible way is just next level. What I do is connect into a person's energy and scan and immediately get information on your chakras, your aura, colors, messages, images, animals, things that are coming through. I then take that information and create a custom handmade painting based on your specific energy and that gets sent to you digitally so you can have it close to you all the time, which I love, and comes with either an audio recording or can come in the form of a live session where we talk more about the art, the images, get to go a little bit deeper and everything. So again, visit my website, Open to Alchemy dot com slash energy dash art for all of the details. Moving on to the content of the retreat, which is completely tailored to each person, each participant. She puts together an agenda, but it is totally intuitively created, designed. It is very much meant to be in flow and see how the day is going, see how you're feeling at the end of each session and sort of play it by ear, which again, I know is not for everybody, but it was something that I loved and just absolutely cherished for somebody else to be making the decisions if you're someone who often feels like they are having to like constantly be adulting and be wearing all the decision-making hats to have 
this gift of somebody else leading and taking charge was wonderful. I know for some of you, it might be challenging not to have a specific schedule and calendar of events. And again, I'm just putting this out there that just because something feels uncomfortable or something feels hard, it doesn't mean that we have to completely turn away from it. Often, those are the places where we are meant to sit and investigate and try. And it's not like you have to live your life like that all the time. But I think it's really, really healthy for all aspects of our growth to put ourselves in a place where we wouldn't normally be. Number one, you really get that information. You get confirmation, validation that, yeah, I thought I liked this and I do like this. Or I thought I didn't like this and, yep, I don't like this. So that's good, right? It's good to have that information. Also, you get an opportunity to see the reverse. Maybe you always thought that you loved doing a certain thing and then you try something different and it opens your eyes to a whole new way of being. And also, I think that we don't give ourselves enough opportunity and we really don't give ourselves enough credit to be flexible, to be present in the moment, to be resilient. We have gotten used to even if there's challenges every day in life, which 1,000% they there are, we all deal with them in a variety of spectrums, it's still, I think, super cool to put yourself in a situation that is just really different than you would experience. And you will undoubtedly be able to see strengths that you didn't realize you had gifts that you didn't know or weren't tapping into, you will come out of it with a whole new appreciation for potentially yourself, for other people, for things you maybe have been taking for granted. Like, it's really good. It's not easy. Believe me, it was hard to find time to go. <laughs> it was hard to figure this out with the kids and my husband and work and everything else. But again, it could be a 24-hour period of time, and even that is enough time to get in your own energy, feel your own feelings, be in a space where you can actually think and, and breathe and, and read or play or create or explore or do anything that's just for you. We are all living our lives mostly in service of others. And that's, that's a wonderful thing. It's like, for, for many of us, it's really part of our purpose to be the, the doting parent or the caring spouse or the caretaker of a parent or even in, in jobs where you feel like you're listening to everybody's problems or you're always the one that's volunteering for everything at school or you're always the one that's helping out with everything. And of course, that's a wonderful quality, but we have gotten it so twisted that we have lost sight of our own 
individual identity, that we are here for our experience, for our expansion, for our development. And if everything that you are doing is for somebody else, then that is not a life. And I know that might be like really off-putting to hear, but you are not just here on this planet having all your experiences, gaining all your knowledge, doing all that you're doing so that you can be of service to somebody else. Like it is time for us to step back into the role of being our individual selves. We have our own bodies, our own minds, even though currently people are trying to take away our rights and always are trying to take away rights of people who more than ever before need to continue to be loud and fight for our autonomy. I'm going to put a bit in that, but we are here to do things for ourselves. Like it is okay to be on your own, do things just for yourself with nobody else's benefit in mind, our feelings of self-worth can get so connected and tied to what the other person is getting from it, what like how our value being tied to who else it's benefiting. And we need to like take a machete and chop that cord of all of our energy and spirit going only towards other people. We are entitled in every sense of that word to do things for ourselves, feel good in our bodies for us, to feel good in our spirit, mentally, emotionally, every way so that we are whole beings because I feel like the majority of the population is running around just trying to give to somebody else so that they can feel something back to fill up a hole that they feel in themselves. That's why we're overworking. That's why we're over drinking, overeating, over shopping, over buying, over exercising, over sharing, over everything is because there is that hole there and and every single overindulgence is is this desperate plea to get something love an item a feeling something to fill up that hole that we feel inside of ourselves because we are not spending time for ourselves by ourselves in quiet, in nature, without distraction, just reconnecting with our own individual spirit. I hope you're not rolling your eyes. If you are, it's totally fine. I would probably do the same if I was hearing this a few years ago. But I feel like I'm me, but I have shed a skin that I was trying to slug off. If you can picture a snake and they're just trying to like pull out of that old skin that no longer fits them, that's old, that's 
dull, that's suffocating, that's creating this this angst, this doubt, this shrinking. Like I am slugging it off in the most amazing ways. And the energy work that we did on this retreat, it was just incredible. As I mentioned, this was done in a shorter compressed period of time, but we did multiple energy sessions. We did energy opening sessions, chakra balancing, light activation, sound bath, gemstone activation, and energy clearing, just so many unbelievable experiences, things that I've never done, certainly one-on-one, and with someone that has this level of experience, and just to have, you know, all of the attention, all of the energy just focused on me was, was such a gift, and in so many ways, it allowed me to truly access deeper wisdom, both through the messages that she was sharing, literally from the moment I arrived until the moment I left. It was just this constant flow of intuitive messages and spiritual guidance and wisdom and things that were coming through. But also from my own intuition and being able to really see myself, my own energy with my own purpose and power and and all that I'm meant to do, I was able to really see the the essence of of who I am. I was able to tap into all of the ways that I have been really constricting that and holding that mm, like behind a veil or behind closed doors. We also did a fire ceremony in order to really cut the cord, cut ties, cut the emotional weight of certain things that have been holding me back. And so that was incredible. And, you know, (laughs) there's a lot to really digest and a lot to really unpack and integrate. But some of the biggest things that I experienced and the biggest ahas that I want to share with you are, number one, our ability to manifest and this came in this lesson came in so many times during my retreat period and here's the deal (laughs) we are all incredibly powerful manifestors everything that we have in our life we have manifested Everything that we are quote unquote missing or lacking in our lives, we have also manifested. And that lesson of 
whatever you are thinking, you are creating good or bad, what you want, what you don't want, what you wish you had, what you wish you didn't have. It is all happening because we have the power to do it. Like that's how freaking powerful we are. And so really dialing in your energy, my energy, our energy to what it is that we want. And that is your new program. That is the new loop that you are going to be saying on repeat because every time we say, oh, that's not going to work out, it doesn't. Every time we say, oh, I could never do that, you can't. Every time we say, well, everything's good except for blah, 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 that blah, blah, blah stays exactly where it is. Like that is in essence, the, the manifestation. And so thinking, hearing, understanding, getting control of our conscious thoughts, our conscious words, what we're thinking, what we're saying, and then coupling that with the actions that we're taking is going to bring about the most massive change in in my life, in hopefully your life and all of our lives, to hear the words we speak out loud that are not in alignment with what it is that we want and literally stopping mid-sentence if you have to and repeating it in a different way. So if you find yourself saying like, oh, I'll never be able to afford a car like that. Nope, stop. I will have that car. That car is mine. I am so excited when I will get to drive that car off the lot. I can picture myself in the car driving through town, feeling amazing, feeling so excited to have it, feeling so proud of all the work that I put in to be able to get it, knowing how powerful I am, that my desire became a reality. That is the new thought process. And we have to do that all day, every day, all the time in order to basically reprogram ourselves from the negativity, from the lack, from this way that we have just gotten hooked into, into seeing everything that we don't have and everything that we, we're doubting, we're fearing, we're not good at, et cetera, et cetera. Like we need to absolutely come in with like, a chainsaw, a wrecking ball, a bulldozer, and clear away all of those negative, fear-based, doubt-based, lack-based thoughts and ideas that are really running our human mind and system and completely switch those. 
it has to be in the positive, it has to be in the affirmative, it has to be based in what you what you have, when you have it, how it feels to have it. We don't realize that everything in our life we have been working behind the scenes to create in a negative way. Everything that you have from a positive perspective, you created. Everything you have from a negative perspective, you created. Like, I don't know how else I need to express that, but it it really hit me and sunk in and is sticking with me in a way that never has before. The next thing is our addiction to distraction and I am so, so guilty of this as much as I try and as much as I teach and as much as I preach on this subject, it was really apparent to me while I was away how much I normally distract myself or just out of habit pick up my phone, you know, one minute turns into five minutes, turns into 10 or longer of checking email, scrolling social, replying to texts, looking at news, whatever it is, this hit that we get from the phone, from being quote unquote connected or in the know has done the complete opposite to what is best for us as humans because our connection is no longer inside. It is to something outside of ourselves. Our being in the know, in quotes, for everything else that is going on in the world with everybody else has left us completely dis connected to what we are feeling, thinking, experiencing, our desires, our abilities, possibilities, gifts, opportunities. It has completely shifted our human experience. And I know that it feels good, we think, to have our fingers on the pulse of what is happening in our friend group with our family, with our school or or community or neighborhood or whatever it is, but that is coming at a price and that price is complete disassociation from our own human experience. And so I'm committing to you right now on this podcast that my distraction, my distractibility is going to be a huge priority for me. And if that means that I have to have absolutely screen-free weekends or create time limits for each of the apps, then I'm absolutely committed to doing that because when I was away and not checking everything, I had so much time so much energy, so much more connectivity and capacity for getting in touch with my own experience. It was an unbelievable contrast to how I normally feel in a typical day. 
there will be more coming on that because I feel like this is something that we all really need some help with and some accountability with. So I will think about some ways to help create that. The other thing I just want to talk about before I head off in terms of ahas or really deep learnings that I had on this retreat (laughs) was really just about how amazing we are and just how much we are responsible for our own suffering. Like, we are incredible. I, I'm incredible. You are incredible. We have so many magical things to offer. Our essence is so beautiful and so pure and so filled with light and and so many things to offer for ourselves and for other people and we just allow ourselves to live in this space of of self-doubt and of not feeling sure of ourselves lack of confidence not knowing what it is that we have to offer and if you could see yourself the way that I was able to see myself you would feel like you were made of stars which you are by the way we are all made of stars which I think is super cool but it's one of the reasons why I love doing energy work so much is because for however long of a period of time, whether it be for a brief moment or a long session, I'm able to tap into our soul essence, which is just pure love and magic. And to be able to have that scene in me communicated, shared, reflected back to me was such a gift and so incredible. I will never forget the feeling of of being held and have a light shining on me in that way. And of course, it's so funny because I feel like that's of my favorite things to do for other people. And It was a reminder of how infrequently I allow myself to have that experience just for me and put myself in a position to let others see me and help me see myself in that way. Um, But it was just really incredible to have all the doubt removed, have all of just the magic be be not only seen, but magnified in the most incredibly expansive, epic way. 
I feel like I could set the whole world on fire in in the most beautiful sense of what that is. And so I cannot wait to see what is going to be transpiring over the next days and weeks and months. But I am so grateful that you are along for the ride with me because you know I will keep you updated on absolutely everything. If you have specific questions about the retreat I did or about how to find a retreat or what to look for, definitely send me an email, lauren at opentalchemy.com, and I would be so happy to share my personal experience with doing that. And I would love for you to share this episode or any other episode with anybody in your life, friend, partner, family member, and subscribe, rate, review, all those amazing supportive things that helps the pod get heard and seen by others. I am so, so grateful for you. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at open.to.alchemy. Visit my website, opentoalchemy.com for all the latest offerings, and I will see you soon. Thank you all so much for listening to the Open to Alchemy podcast. You can find more about me on all the social places, Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse, at open.to.alchemy. That's open, the word T-O, alchemy, or at my website, opentoalchemy.com. See you next time.